Welcome to Intrepid HR Radio, the voice of today's human resources professional, broadcasting live from Chicago, Illinois, and the HR Technology Conference and Exposition. Our Chicago coverage is made possible by Dovetail Software. Dovetail's Employment Engagement Suite is a SaaS HR Help Desk Plus employee portal to manage and track real-time employee interactions with HR. And now, here are your hosts, Todd Schnick and Rayanne Thorne. All right, good afternoon and welcome back to our coverage from HR Tech 16. I'm your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Rayanne Thorne. You and I are still talking about our conversation with this lady from last year's we show. We are, we are, and and I can't ever stop talking. Whenever I see her, it's like, tell me more, tell me more. No, we're running so, late because you I two know. have just been going, yep, 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 I'm yep, sorry, yep. I'm sorry. But, but talking business, I mean, uh, that's the whole point. I mean, right, we always learn so much from her. So let's welcome her back. We're joined by Stacy Harris. She's the Vice President of Research and Analytics with Sierra Cedar. Stacy, welcome back. Thank you, guys. I'm really excited to be back on the show and always love to have conversations with you guys. Oh, uh, well, we love it, too. We're grateful for your time. Yeah. I know you're awfully busy at an event like this, so thank you for stopping by. Uh, I'm sure our audience is familiar with you, but remind us uh, about Sierra Cedar and the work that uh, you guys are out there doing. So Sierra Cedar is a management consulting firm that has gratefully for me um, and continued to invest for the last 19 years. We're on our 19th year in some great thought leadership research um, called the Annual HR system survey and uh, each year we you know, do the survey from May to July, and then we launch the survey every year at HR Tech Conference here. So we are in parallel with them. So it's our 19th year, it's their 19th year, and then next year will be 20 years. So we'll be doing a big sort of review of the market for the last 20 years next year. Ooh, that'll be intriguing. Yeah. Can't wait for I that conversation. You know, cloud, I just got the chills I know. from that one. Cloud wasn't even mentioned nine years ago. It was the first time it was mentioned in Lexi's uh, initial paper there. So think about that. Nine years ago, we weren't even talking about cloud. Wow. And it's all we talk talk about now, all we're right? About, yeah. and, and digital transformation yeah. and wellness, all these crazy things yeah. that all of a sudden become our focal point. Do we ever really solve anything that has to do it? I don't know. What do you, you think? Know, I think we do. I, th I think we are making employees' lives better. I know it doesn't feel like it yeah. sometimes, but I mean, when you look at the data and you look at the research, you are seeing that employees have more, they're being more empowered with what's happening in their work life environment, particularly, I think, with organizations who have invested in technology and refining. Did you have any expectations come in this year? Um, from the research itself? Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I really, you know, there was a couple of things. You know, we, we thought that, you know, cloud movement was going to stay with the core HRMS and the talent management space, so we weren't going to see a lot of shift in payroll. Um, that did not be the case. We, we saw a payroll move ahead to over 50% of organizations now are doing payroll in the cloud. And it's wow. not just small organizations, that's large organizations. So we um, definitely saw, you know, that organizations were focusing this year on their strategies at an enterprise level. Um, so that has continued to stay the same. Um, and then we we saw an uptick in the small businesses who participate in the research this year, about a 10% increase. Hmm, and that's organizations that between 2,500 and below, right? We think, at least the way our data is looking, is that those organizations are investing in more technology now. So oh, we're, you wow. used to not really need big HR environments until you were maybe 500, maybe 1,000 right, employees. Right. Now we're seeing organizations as small as 50 because of FLSA regulations, ACA, yep. you know, all that stuff, right? They need new technology to manage that. That's right. But they're also having talent issues, right? They have to compete for the same talent the big guys do. And one way they differentiate themselves, we're seeing, is with technology. I'll so. be darned. Is it also maybe because they're spread out and not working under the same roof and it's more of a global thing and they can 
co-work from home? I mean, is that is that part of it too? Some of it might be. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't get into too much about sort of how distributed they are. We do get a number on sort of what, how many countries they work in. Mm-hmm. So I would say, yeah, there's definitely a lot more globalization in general with small businesses than there was probably you know five years sure. ago. Um, but I think I think the bigger issue for many of them is uh, trying to manage all the various regulations in the different places. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you, if they are global, then they're dealing with multiple oh, multiple yeah. regulations. Oh, right? yeah. So yeah. I want to come back to this, but I want to divert attention just a little bit to a blog post that you wrote not too long ago called Paying It Forward. Yep. And um, one of the things that I love about our industry is it just feels like we care about, I mean, I've hugged so many people today, you know, and and it just feels like we're more connected than maybe others, or, or am I wrong? Are other industries as connected as, as, we as we are. You know, it's funny. I've, I've asked um, other analysts in other industries that question, like finance and ERP. Because right. we have, we cross over in some cases, That's right? That's right. Um, and they definitely say that, that HR is more collegiate, right, and how they sort of work together um, than what they see in other sort of industries like finance and marketing and ERP right. from an analyst perspective. Um, I think some of it is because we are, you know, there, there is a bit more of the sort of human factor in right. the work that we're right. doing. But I also think that you are seeing much more diversity in the HR space than you are in some other areas, right? There's a lot more female um, leadership in HR and in HR practitioners and in HR thought leaders, right? Right. And that, I think, lends itself to seeing more I think of a of an ability to be authentic about who we are and comfortable in in sort of speaking out in ways that you know we might not have previously. And, and perfect pitch for me right now. You, <laughs> a perfect pitch. I'm going to hit it back to you. See if you catch it. I know you will. Um, you mentioned diversity here. Mm-hmm. Did did this? Did your survey show anything about changes in social responsibility? Tell us about that. Yeah, so this year we asked a great question about how effective organizations were at um, managing various, what we called social responsibility issues in their organization. And we asked them, you know, on a, on a scale of poor and terrible all the way up to excellent, how well effective were you at managing that? And what we found, if you look at the research, is that those things that are highly um, regulated. So diversity and inclusion is actually quite highly regulated, more regulated than we give it credit for, right? Wow. Those things like um, pay equity is, you know, starting to get regulated, right? Those are things people are doing a better job at than things, for example, like wellness, which has no regulation right now, right. or areas like um, outplacement, which has very little regulation right now. The one area where that sort of contradicts is contingent workforces. So contingent workforces is the least effective managed area and organizations are struggling with that and it's one of the most highly regulated. I think that's an area where people are just scared to mess with it. So they don't yeah. even touch it. Don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, but it was really good to see that the that organizations who were very talent focused were definitely doing more on the social responsibility level. Those who were data driven were doing more in things like pay equity. Yeah. Um, they were doing more in the areas of things like benefits and wellness than you would see in other organizations too. So diversity is an interesting topic because I, I what I have learned from my multiple, I mean, I, mean, I have such a great opportunity on HR Latte to talk, talk to so many different folks is understanding that diversity benefits the wholeness of the company, right? You're getting ideas and aspects and different types of creativity and new new things to focus on because of the, the workforce that you're bringing in, right? So do you think that is part of, part of this? Is it because of regulation? Or do you think we are, we are personally, socially more responsible? We're listening yeah. to what's being said out there by the different factions that are impacted by this. I think it's a mix of both on that front. I think organizations are paying much more attention to their brand, even if, oh, it's, there you go. Even if it's not 
not, um, you know, regulated. There are brand issues that go along right. with some of that, right? They're also paying, I think, a lot of attention to um, if they're going to track this from a data perspective, which is what HR technology often does, right, is that it gives you the data behind it. Right. If I have it, I can't claim ignorance on it, right? right. Which is right. what has been a lot of the Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know. Didn't know. I didn't, didn't know, know that women were making 10% yeah. less. Or How we didn't I know, know that my diversity was out of whack, right? Um, so, but that's changing now. And the government's saying, hey, I, you have data. And you can't tell me you're not going to have data, right? So right. we want to see some stats on it. And I think that's, that's people who are ahead of the curve are saying, look, I don't want to be the person who has to catch up to this or who has to have a lawsuit to get to it. I want to be the person who's in front of it. See, what's so intriguing, Ray, about all these conversations we've had about data is all the other things that you can learn right. and grow from. Right. It's it's not just your basic boring data set that you make no. a business. I mean, it has impact on everything. Yeah. And that's why I think it's so discouraging that there's still too many organizations out there that are fully leveraging the data they have, have collected. Are you sensing from all your research and all your conversations uh, year-round, but also here at HR Tech, that that the, the marketplace is finally aware of that and saying, we have really got to figure this out because we're missing some really cool opportunities? Well, we still have 98% of organizations using Excel as their one of their primary <laughs> data analytics tools. That hasn't dropped any. Um, but we did see the 38% increase in those organizations using what we call embedded HR analytics, which means they're taking advantage of the tools that are in the systems they have. They're actually using them. They're exactly. actually looking at them. They're, they're not just saying that we own it, but we're actually leveraging them, right? We're, we're using them for these things. And um, and I think, so I think the answer is yes, we are making progress. Are we, um, it is, it, we're not going to change overnight in this particular space, I think. And I think part of that is due to the tools issues, right? right. I think the vendors themselves really have to stop they're trying to handle individual business issues and what they're not realizing is that if I can't clean my data and I can't export my data and I can't bring all my data together, it, it's not as important that I can maybe just get a turnover number, right? right. You really got to think about how all, we need a analytics platforms is what we need and we haven't built those yet, so. And anything that caught you by surprise from your from the survey? Um, you know, as far as surprising things, you know, I think we saw, um, you know, a lot more focus this year on people investing in employee self-service. Um, we did see an uptick in um, HR help desks, you know, like our, yeah. our, our sponsor, Dovetail. I, I think people are really starting to say, look, I want to enable and empower my employees. I don't want to have to be the person who sort of answers all their questions. And I think it's also coming from the employees, their transparency and everything. They're expecting to see their information online uh, and accessible. At, well, that's because that's the world we live in. Yes. Right. You can, yeah. you can get anything you need at any time. Yes. I can check the balance of my Starbucks card. Exactly, and I right. want to do that with HR. Yeah. Right. But more importantly to me, are you? I mean, this idea of empowering and enabling our employees—that's a—that's a noble and worthy right. goal. Are you sensing that the organizations are saying, well, let's just get some software to do it? Or they understand that that's just one piece. We, there are still human beings here we have to we have to connect with. Well, I think I think the software is a way of communicating, right? And so they're looking at it more as a communication uh, venue. Um, whether or not um, you know they're keeping the human factor in that conversation, I think, I have a feeling we're going to have people, this pendulum's going to swing. There will be people who are going to go a little too far. to the, And sure. we've already seen some of that, right? Like, right. oh, everything's through the, you know, you can do right. everything self-service. And I think that's a bit of a risk, right? There always has to be someone that they can reach. When, you know, 
you know, as uh, Rayanne mentioned, you know, this summer, you know, I had a personal uh, a loss in my family. And, um, you know, I didn't, I wouldn't have wanted to go on my, my computer and do anything, right? I wanted to pick up the phone and call my, my help desk and right. say, this is what I need. My, I need to be able to, to do these things with my healthcare program. I need people to be changing things. I need to let people know I'm, I'm off for a few days. Yeah. And that's not something I think technology can handle all the time. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, Stacy, we could talk to you for hours about all of this, especially <laughs> yeah, uh, talking about this survey, but uh, we're out of time for now. Before we let you go, should anyone have any questions on uh, anything in your Related to the survey, how can they find you? So the best way to probably reach me, um, you're more than welcome to email me at stacy.harris at sierracedar.com. Um, I am overwhelmed with the emails right at the moment with the uh, <laughs> event going on. Yes. Uh, you can also reach out to me on LinkedIn. Happy to connect with LinkedIn or catch me on Twitter at, at Stacy Harris HR. So with an E. Perfect. S-T-A-C-E-Y. So, All yep. right. And sierracedar.com is, is the website. Yep. All right. All right. Stacy Harris, Vice President of Research and Analytics with Sierra Cedar. Great to have you as always. Thanks for stopping Thanks, by. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Thanks. it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. That's all the time we have for now. Check out all of our broadcasts from HR Tech at hr.dovetail.com slash hrtech2016. On behalf of all of us at Intrepid HR, we're signing off for right now, but no worries. Our coverage from HR Tech will be right back.